This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. It's not even an applause light. These people are on it. You guys know what to do. That song, I can't wait until that bores into the center of every brain of every person that has to listen to it. And it was written by uh, Hard and Firm. Let's have the, give them a round of applause. They're not here. They probably won't listen to this. But I'd still like to give them their props because they wrote a free song for me. And they did a fantastic job. And uh, welcome to I Love Movies, Doug Benson's I Love Movies. Um, I like to start off by saying we're at the UCB Theater live in front of an, au an audience that is seven to eight strong, and uh, they're super nice people. They're all promising to laugh for two, even the ones that aren't pregnant, and, uh, and I am uh, stoned. So I love talking about movies, and uh, you're going to enjoy talking about movies with my guest today once I start doing it. But first... Here's a, here's a little joke for me. I was supposed to do something monologue at this part of the show. I went on a date with a girl recently. And, uh... Pretty smooth setup, isn't it? And she says to me... You'll see how it ties into my show immediately. In fact, in the next few words. She says to me, I don't like movies. I never go to movies. Movies are stupid. And in my head, I'm like, you're stupid. But I, instead... Instead of saying that, I thought to myself, now I can say lines from classic movies to her in conversation, and she'll think I'm a genius. So we're sitting out there at dinner, and I'm like, you make me want to be a better man. And she goes, when did you first know you liked me? I'm like, you had me at hello. But here's where I messed up. I shouldn't have quoted a line from the movie Babe, because at the end of the meal, I was like, that'll do, pig. That'll do. 
My guest today on I Love Movies. <laughs> Should I have said I think we'll need a bigger boat? My guest today on I Love Movies is someone you know from his work on Mr. Show, his Comedy Central specials. He just made the second one. And... You should also know him from his self-titled live show that occurs on the final Monday of every month at Largo here in Los Angeles. Please welcome Paul F. Tompkins, everyone. You're excited? I'm excited about having movies with you. It's like me, you, and movies are having a three-way. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> the Lord can't help you now, Doug. It's too late. I've entered into this... Unholy Trinity. You, me, and a movie. Getting it on. Horrible. You know what? Can I... Is it too late to pick the movie? N no. Can we fuck Little Miss Sunshine? Because <laughs> that was the first thing I was going to ask you about. Because I know you see a lot of movies. I see all movies. And you had to get caught up in the, uh, the draft of positivity that no, surrounded you know what? Little Miss Sunshine? I missed it because I was out and about. I was on the road when that movie came out, so everybody had seen it. It was like I went away to camp, and then I came back, and everybody saw the cool movie. And yeah, was, so they I must have, they're all talking it up. You must have been, well, I gotta see this. Everybody seems to love it. Yeah, it didn't didn't get me out to the theater yet, though. It didn't get all the... No, I, I find that it's 100% love, isn't it? But it is. Well, more and more I find myself saying, even a movie that I, I intend to see... Like I'll, I'm gonna see that eventually, and then I just don't. Like I, I end up missing a lot more. They're movies gonna show this to. one on planes for sure. Oh, I can't wait. Definitely, because I fly a lot. See, I saw Snakes on a Plane because that's not gonna be on a plane. <laughs> I saw World Trade Center. That's not gonna be on a plane. <laughs> but it's, if you can tell that it's gonna be on a plane, wait for it to be on the plane. Right. 50, so, 50 first dates. That was a good one to wait for. I bet. I bet they're also on a lot of planes. They're probably not gonna show uh, World Trade Center in any buildings either. <laughs> Movie theaters or buildings. And then you'd be like, I'm in a building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here. This is a building. <laughs> I never felt more self-conscious about being in a building than I do right now. I yelled during United 93, I yelled, this movie theater's going to crash. <laughs> First Amendment guarantees you that right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They tried to throw me out on, on the grounds of other amendments, but I clung to the first. So what, what have you seen lately? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. What have I seen? I saw The Illusionist. Yeah? <laughs> Very romantical and mystical. Did you ask, did you, when you bought your ticket, did you pronounce it that way? Yeah. I have so much fun with buying movie theater tickets. Oh, it's the best. Because mangling a title, because they'll usually figure it out. Right. Process elimination. Right. Won't correct you out loud. Right. Won't crack a smile. Right. Won't look at you like you're a dick. I, they just go, you just go... <laughs> Yeah, I, I like one for the devil skirt, and they just go, they click out Devil Loves Prada or Devil in Prada, whatever it's fucking Here's called. Here's what I like to do is I like to just shorten them arbitrarily, but in a weird place. So I would say uh, two for where's Prada. <laughs> so they know what I'm talking about. It would make more sense if I just said Prada, but where's Prada? <laughs> and it sounds like where's W H E R E, right? Apostrophe S. Exactly. Did I spell that right? You did. Oh. Where's Prada? It's three blocks down, like the stores nearby. Right. You, 
hope you put it into practice. What's another one? The theory. To try shortening Jaws. Oh. <laughs> Have fun uh, with it. I would lengthen that title. Jaws. Yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. I'd like one for Jaws. <laughs> Don't interrupt me, young lady. <laughs> like she starts to sell you the ticket because yeah. she gets where Jaws is going. Right. And you're Edwin and for some reason. I, what? Was that Edwin? Kind of. Oh, yeah. I love to laugh. <laughs> so. <laughs> I feel like I just went to the movie. Oh, I saw Idiocracy. It, idiocracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Applause break for it. Yeah, yeah. And you liked it? I loved it. I thought it was great. What, what, did, what were they doing releasing it on Labor Day weekend? <laughs> well, you mean on those three screens? On those three screens. <laughs> it's going to get killed on those three screens Labor Day weekend. Well, I mean, isn't it? Do you think isn't it dead in the water? Or do you think it's oh, going to so, build yeah. and grow? No, 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 it's not. It's over. It's, it's gonna, yeah. It will have a life on on DVD, but not in the theaters at all. Yeah, it might become like a uh, cult classic, just like his last. Yeah, one. it absolutely will. Absolutely will. Yeah. But I, the theory was that I had heard was that um, because there were so many actual corporations named in the movie and seen in the movie, that was why the studio kind of killed it. Was that they were afraid of getting sued by Starbucks or Carl's Jr. But after seeing it. I think it's because... Yeah, I'd appreciate it if you'd stop mentioning names of... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. ...our potential sponsors. I'm sorry. But keep going. Um, Just self-bleep if you get to another Sure. Uh, but I think it's what their real fear was that um, they're... Because they have such contempt for the movie-going audience that they were afraid that people would see the movie and say, Hey, they're making fun of me! I'm stupid. They're mocking me up there on that screen. I'm never going to the movies again. I'd ask for my money back if I remembered where I gave it to them. <laughs> See, I'm twisting if they're even dumber. They're even the dumber than the I thought they were. And then the people in people the movie. People that are dumber than people in Idiocracy are not going to see Idiocracy, and that's why it's a failure. No. They they think... <laughs> they, they think that movie is some sort of a government exam because <laughs> it's a big word <laughs> I don't want to go to idiocracy they have to take kitchen. jury duty they don't know see the word idiot is in there exactly. I don't want to take jury duty <laughs> let's not take jury I'm duty I'm supposed to in a few weeks I'm not happy about it uh, here, Doug here's the fun thing I do at the movies okay I my, love it me and my freestyle ben, it me and my friend Ben do this I'm, Los I'm trying to run a tight show yeah, time, Joe, just time run in with it Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we That's all right. Stick to your strict questions. <laughs> My very strict questions. I had a hard-hitting one about Zoom starring Tim, Tim Allen. No, go ahead. And tell, tell us what you do when you go into the movie theater. Um, at the end of the movie, you know, in Los Angeles, a lot of times people in the audience will know people who worked on the film. So when their name comes up in the credits, their friends in the audience will applaud for mm -hmm. them. And so what me and friend Ben decided to do was just pick like a random credit and boo. <laughs> so it's like a standalone credit, like the hair department or whatever. And as soon as the first name comes up, boo! <laughs> it's hard to do because the anticipation of it, it took us so many tries the first time we did it. Because the anticipation trying to do it. It's so delightful, and you, we started laughing. We couldn't do it. It took us like four movies. It must be especially fun when there's some, you know, I used to be one of those people who's like, I'm going to watch all the credits because I can learn this and I can learn that and I can imagine the magic of the movie lasting for three more minutes. A lot of bullshit excuses. But basically it was just, you know, I was a nerd and had nothing better to do than watch the cre ten minute credit sequence well, at the end of Revenge of the Jedi. Lessons. Accordion, actually. So I, uh... <laughs> 
I think it'd be particularly satisfying when you're when there's a lot of people still watching the credits. Yeah. When you let that happen. Yeah. Because I would think sometimes if you wait the proper amount of time, you'd just be doing it in an empty theater because a lot of people well, do get up and leave. At, at that point, I think we wouldn't do it. <laughs> oh really? There, you have systems fun. in place to abort the mission. Oh, we have fail safe. If you notice, there's nobody there to hear it. Yeah. You all shut it down. We have code words, fail safe. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Here's another one. You, I heard you talking earlier on the last episode right. about walking out of movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a tradition for a while there where I would see the worst movie that opened on Christmas Day. Right. Um, and one year it was The Postman, which was so, so bad. And uh, The year I went, it was Patch Adams. Yeah, I saw that one too yeah. on Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, we might have seen that together. That's what actually. I'm saying. It was your nefarious plot that got me to watch Patch Adams oh, on Christmas. See, I'm like a Svengali. So, Postman was so bad that a guy left the movie. Uh, he walked out, and there were only eight people in there. And this was, there, the movie had been going on for a while, and the guy just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> like even uh, he sat there obviously after he already knew it was bad. And it was like, what do I do now? Uh, and then he finally, after a half hour's debate with himself, I'm gonna get out of here. But I like that he walked slowly and deliberately to the exit that was by the screen. Like, yeah, right. go back out the way he came in. He wanted everybody to know. Like, the hell with this postman. Leaving. <laughs> leaving the postman. <laughs> Where you going, mister? You know, check my mail. <laughs> it's Christmas, mister. <laughs> I don't fucking care. What? The one as big as me? <laughs> and then you gotta buy a fucking goose. <laughs> then ghosts come. Oh, shit. Let's talk about Zoom. You lost me about Tim Meadows. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Tim Meadows. <laughs> I wish Tim Meadows is in Zoom. It's what if what if uh, that sex guy was in space? The lady Tim Meadows, ladies man, that's it. That's Shit, sex guy. that's sex guy. Kinsey. I was there when they were trying to decide between that sex guy and ladies man, right. and I was yelling, I was screaming till I was blue in the face for that sex guy, and they went with ladies man. You were out, you were out voting. I was one. totally right. Yeah, I was right. History will prove you correct. <laughs> what about the last king of Scotland? Have you heard about that? I just. I just saw the trailer for it. With Forrest Whitaker as Idi Amin. I know. Is I, that perfect? It's perfect. It's the role he was born eventually to play. Is Yafet Kodo still alive? No. Oh, he's dead? I don't know. I, I'm not sure either. Well, you know what? I was thinking of how he died in Live and Let Die. That's why I'm assuming he's alive. And he died in Alien as well. He blew up and like he, a balloon. And he died in Homicide Life on the Street. Did he die? Every week. It was just like Kenny on South Park. So. <laughs> Undercut the credibility. <laughs> anyway, Yafet Kodo would have been good, but Forrest Whitaker, holy crap, yeah. as Idi Amin. And I didn't know Idi Amin had a fucked up eyeball. He does. <laughs> Idi Amin no had a total squirrely eye that was like part of his uh, rise to power was, is was, people can't say no to the squirrely eye. Was Idi, was Idi Amin's squirrely eye a good three inches away from his face, like the one in this movie? <laughs> yeah. And then, was he holding it in place with his actual good eye? <laughs> yes. Like a Halloween costume. All right, we have to move on. That was good, though. That was really good. You say so. You got a you got a face laugh. I have to move on. I'm great. I'm really good at mugging. Lot <laughs> of mugs. I heard your podcast and your facial work was hilarious. Um, so, what about classic motion pictures? 
Some of your faves. Blah, blah. What are your favorites? Well, you know, I hate any movie in color. I will not watch them. <laughs> um, well, no wonder you won't go see Little Miss Sunshine. You know it's in color, right? And it's going to be super colorful, from what I understand. <laughs> My, I, I heard it was... <laughs> Give me another fucking name. Oh, what's the the band? Who's the band who wears all the robes? The fucking Aerosmith. (laughs) Yes, Aerosmith. (laughs) Exactly. Polyphonic Spree. Oh, uh, okay. My next guest was Wu Tang Clan. Okay, Polyphonic Spree. (laughs) (laughs) Polyphonic Spree wears robes. Forget it. We're past it. Um, Who's the bastard? Oh my god. Are you putting the weed in your ears? No, I'm quoting my, my favorite part, my favorite thing that ever happened in any Billy Crystal anything, of which there's only two or three right. to my choose. Giant. My giant and the, the part in uh, Throw Mama from the Train where she calls him a black bastard. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he goes, what? Yeah. Get out of my way, Genuinely you black funny. bastard. Genuinely funny. Genuinely funny. Really funny. And in that same movie, I think he said he had a headache in his eye. Uh-huh. At some point, that made me laugh, but that's about it. <laughs> that's about it for Billy Crystal. <laughs> Lifetime. Nice try. No, he did a lot of good stuff. Wait, what were we just fucking talking about? It was Classic Claire. movies, and you were trying oh. to think of Polyphonic Spree for some I reason. Lo- yeah, because colorful movies, and I heard that Little Miss Sunshine was financed by Polyphonic Spree. Okay. <laughs> See, we're past it. And then Black Bastard. Uh, that song by the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> Old black bastard, yeah. keep on rolling. And then reruns, tape recorder falls out. Um, <laughs> I can reference. I can reference with the best of them. Um, you can't pop and lock like him, though. I'm not all original material. Um, that guy knew how to pop, lock, and drop a tape recorder. It's true. He's no longer with us. Fred Berry. Right, another great Edie Amin. May I speak? He would have been the amazing Edie Amin. Amin. All the dancing Amin. If only... I wish he could have been on inside the actor's studio so that James Lipton could have said, May I speak with Rerun? <laughs> Please summon Rerun. Uh, I love the movie Jaws, which you mentioned earlier. Yes. Love I already it. had it written down on your page. I already knew that about I you. I love it. Here's how much I love it. It's I wanna, so fucking I watchable. buy a copy of it, like a film, right? Film yeah. cans, unspool right. them, and then roll around it and stick my dick in it. <laughs> So much I love the movie Jaws. And what about when they show it on network TV mm-hmm. or any TV at this point, and they add in a bunch of shots that weren't in the original, like shots of barrels. Yeah, and like There's you know, way more shots of barrels. Quint has like a shark drawn on the side of his truck or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Where they throw in little extra. 10 second beats or whatever. Right. Does it ruin it for you or do you just notice no, something that was I, never there before and I, then move I've on? Seen, I've seen it in a lot of incarnations and I can always watch it. It's one of those movies that if it's on TV, I can, no matter where I jump into it, I will most likely watch it to its conclusion. Even if I'm not like directly watching it, if it's just, I just ha- will have it on until it's stopped. I love it. Here's what I love. My favorite part. What about, part. okay. My favorite part. Yeah. Is um, when uh, Hooper, played by What's his name? Richard, Richard Dreyfus. Um, he gets there on the island of Amity, and um, they catch the shark that they think is the shark, but right. it's the shark. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to so talk about. It's all strung up there. Yeah. And then um, the, uh, somebody Wonderful said, word pictures you're drawing. Yeah, exactly. What kind of, <laughs> wait, what kind of shark is that anyway? And Richard Dreyfus goes, it's a tiger shark. And then this big burly guy <laughs> turns to him and goes, Oh, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> he totally sounds like a lady, and it's so it, funny. It took me forever to realize that was on purpose. Yeah. Like, forever to realize that was on purpose. Because when I was younger, I just thought, how funny that big guy sounds that way. And then it took me years to realize, oh, he's calling him a fucking fag. What? <laughs> 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 That is really funny. There's there's a lot of super hilarious things in that movie. That's part of the greatness of it is that it's you know, can scare you, shock you. I mean mm-hmm. maybe not so much. Ben Gardner's head? Come ben on. Gardner's head. Ben but Gardner's then also head. Ben Gardner, like in the extended version, there's a shot of him talking to himself. Where oh no, no, that's in every version. That's in every version. Well, yeah, you, you can't tell what the fuck he's saying. That guy's the best. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Look him up on IMDb. Where, where did he go? There should be a special edition where you can just click a button and see what the fuck he's saying. Get subtitles for that. But then, in the special version, they dubbed it. Or I've seen some version where that scene played out differently. Well, because he says he does curse it. He says sons of bitches. I right. Think, so they might clean that up for TV a little bit. Right. And so they may have just gotten an impersonator of that mumbly weirdo who didn't even try to sound like him because they didn't think anybody knows mumbly weirdo oh, guess and what, what he sounds like. Guess what they do. Next time you see that version, it really freaks me out because it's just kind of like, yeah, there's a lot of, sh-. you know, it's even got a New England accent. You know, it's like, yeah, we don't see a lot of shots out here today. We're gonna... It's this big burly guy Jay that Leno? in the originals are. Br- Jay, br- Jay Leno br- was out there a little bit. It was a little, they, Jay Leno did it as a favor to Spielberg. Spielberg won a bet. As a favor. Jay, would you please do this favor for me? It appear in the movie Jaws. Overdub it. <laughs> Spielberg said, I bet you will retire or be forced to. It's your move. And then Jay Leno announced his retirement. Spielberg won the bet. What? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> what does that have to do I with movies? So dumb. I thought that was a reference to something, but it's not. No, it's, it's a reference is, to idiocy. Your brain is broken. It was broken. a reference to idiocracy. <laughs> is that in that movie? <laughs> Let's talk about some of the movies you've done. Sure. Let's Run talk about all of them. I'm sure we have time. <laughs> well, I'll, spe- I'll, I'll race through them if you like. Sure. Uh, Jack Frost. A ball. <laughs> Did you think to yourself while playing man and audience that, that, that it could be a perennial classic at Christmas time for the kids? Well, yeah, I was thinking. You did it for your children? I was. I did it for my children and all of our children, really. Future children. <laughs> unborn children. Mostly for unborn children. And, um, like, fetuses. <laughs> um, I did expect to be treated like uh, Father Christmas himself in years to come. But it didn't happen because the movie was creepy as fuck. Because nobody yeah. wanted to see the dead kids, the kid's dead father, become an anthropomorphic snowman. <laughs> Right. Terribly articulated and fetuses eyebrows. had to sit through the whole thing because fetuses can't walk out. Exactly. Um, Tenacious D, the Pick of Destiny, that's coming out soon. It's coming out in November. Yeah, and you're. Somebody went, oh. So you're, you're in it. Somebody thought that was adorable. You're <laughs> in it. You're idea. like the MC and the. Uh, I reprise my role of the open from microphone the series. Host. <laughs> yes, with the, the short lived television series. <laughs> What's your favorite swear word? Uh, <laughs> Zunes. <laughs> oh, I love it when people come on and make up a swear word. <laughs> Such ingenuity. I'm sure, for God's wounds. Uh, you played an MC in Anchorman. I did. I Wait Ken- for it. The Legend of Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Colin, the Legend go, of Ron Burgundy. Go ahead. Um, I played the cat fashion show MC. Oh, the MC thing. <laughs> yeah. What's with this typecasting shit? I look good with a microphone in front of my face. <laughs> Announcing things. You do, actually. It makes me want to have a three-way with you in a movie. 
Um, and of course, my favorite uh, Paul Tompkins movie role, because I'm such a big Paul Thomas Anderson nut, mm -hmm. is Chad from Seduce and Destroy in Magnolia. Yes, yes, yes. A role that you managed to to essay, to bring across, to give to an audience without ever appearing on camera. Tell us more. <laughs> exactly. Wow, that was a beautiful poetic setup. Uh, also, somewhat inaccurate. Oh, you're also just a fucking voice in it. Yeah. <laughs> they, it's the other way I meant to say it. I was originally... Uh, on camera? On camera. Chad was an on-camera character? Chad was an on-camera character. And then... Um, I, I, you know, I didn't have any problem with being cut out. It made sense to me artistically. Uh, the way I found out was I was going to perform at uh, Largo. I was doing a show, mm -hmm. stand-up comedies, and Paul Thomas Anderson came down uh, to the show. And just before it started, I was uh, as I was standing by the stage door, getting ready to go on stage. He said, "I got to tell you, um, I cut you out of the movie, but uh, I'll make it up to you. And I can't stay, but have a good show." <laughs> But he did make it up to me, and he put me in, uh, he gave me an, a, a You're currently a working part. in his new movie. I just, yeah, I did a couple days on uh, There Will Be Blood, which comes out next year. There Will Be Blood. I worked with Mr. Daniel E. Lewis, the actor. Yeah. I had scenes, totally scenes with him. Now, I heard a rumor, I had a rumor that he's always going to wear the top hat and everything from now on. Yes. Is that true? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, good. I'm glad you were able to clear that up. He's doing roles exclusively that involve top hats. So, uh, Snidely Whiplash is his next upcoming thing. Monopoly, the movie. <laughs> I, got, I tried to do another one, but it has to stop there. That one, that was the last one. He could have let me get in a lame one and then threw in that great one. And then he's doing a movie where it's, uh, it's the snobs versus the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what I'm trying to say? That Monopoly was the end of the line. Mm, I might have had more, but forget it. No, try it. All right, so like the typical scene is, uh, who invited you? Was that more than one character? That was two people. It was that an was exchange. Two? It was an exchange. That was the guy in the top to, hat? I forgot to turn. Yes, that was the guy in the top hat. Or a, a dinosaur? I was actually more of a matron. A wealthy matron. All right. <laughs> really quickly about Magnolia. Uh, yes. Who's the bigger a-hole? Tom Cruise or Philip Seymour Hoffman? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. <laughs> Tom Cruise, a lot of fun. eye contact. A lot of eye contact. Uncomfortable eye contact. Super eye contact. He's a regular guy. He's just trying to let you know he's a regular yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a regular guy. We're all having fun. It's creepy. We're all having fun making movies. I like doing it with some people. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Big smile, a lot of eye contact. Stop it. Hey, what's going on? Stop it, Tom Cruise. I don't blink anymore. Please, Tom Cruise, I I'm never blink. I'm not going to join. I never blink. <laughs> Psychiatry equals death. <laughs> What does the razor say? Two mommies that are sad about making babies. Um, <laughs> are we open that? That'd be great if Tom, Gros Tom Cruise's autobiography was dedicated to mommies who are sad about having babies. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant two, like the number two. Like there were two mommies who were sad about having babies. That's he knew of two cases, and that's when he went on oh, okay. the Today Show and said, "You're being glib." So it's both. There the are two people that right. this medication does not work for. Right. So it must be bad. I like that psychiatry is still a death profession. Like, yeah, they're still drilling holes in people's skulls. <laughs> they're not doing that anymore at all. Are you feeling confident? I feel really confident. Okay. Oh, about the game? Yeah. Oh, no. 
Because you could go first if you could ask me one if you want. No, I'd like to try it. I'll I just grabbed it because I thought it would go quicker, me, and then me. it turns out it's, it's me doing not, the thinking. I'm not scared. Um, you're not scared at all? I'm a little scared. I'm a, if, if I'm honest, I'm a little scared. All right. But mostly brave. All right. <laughs> and I also, in the last episode I fucked up, we're supposed to say the year first, just to give you a little bit more of an idea. Well, but you I didn't, I didn't need apology. it. I didn't need it. So it turns out I was still good at it. You were good at it. 19, thank you. 1977. Time after time. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to just try it sometimes. If, if you're right, it's awesome. <laughs> I got the fog once in one name and people shit themselves. What name was it? That guy that plays small parts in every John Carpenter movie. Oh, there you go. As soon as I heard his name, I was like, The Fog? Okay. 1977. Was it Rob Botton? That's not even a movie name. Oh, Rob Bottin? Bo oh, the, sorry. <laughs> the, makeup, the makeup artist. <laughs> I know, I didn't get really fancy with it. I've been to the continent. <laughs> all right, I'm changing movies. After staring at it for all that time, I just got, it just got depressing how, how you weren't going to get it. Wow. All right, okay, here's one. Okay. 1995. Mm. <laughs> Tom Bauer. Smokey Hormel. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Stage name, I think. Uh, but I, um, I, I, I You think you have an idea? It. I remember seeing it in credits, the name Smokey Hormel. Smokey Hormel. Give me one more. All right. I'll give you a lot more. Jason Carter. Jimmy Witherspoon. Not to be confused with John Witherspoon. Or Spoons, as we call him. John C. Riley. 1995. 95. John Doe. Uh, Yet another in a series of aliases used in this film. <laughs> <laughs> Max Perlick. Oh, that asshole. <laughs> Ted Levine. Jesus. I know. It's not... No. The next two names should give it away. All right, give me... The first one less so than the next one. <laughs> Mayor Winningham. Georgia? That's it! That's it! <laughs> that's you really got it. satisfying. That's a fucking hard one. I it? never saw it. Oh, you never saw it? No. That's good. That's good that you got it. Uh, I heard it's good! <laughs> she got nominated for... Uh, or no, or Jennifer Jason Lee got nominated, but Mayor yeah. didn't. Something Mayor got like shut out. She got fucking snubbed. <laughs> Speaking of snubbing... Paul F. Tompkins, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes his time with us here today. Cut off his mic in the booth, please. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yeah. Your mic's cut off. Don't bother. <laughs> Don't bother trying to respond. Uh, until next time, this is Doug Benson saying, no, that's not a juju bee on my ass, but thanks for asking. <laughs> Gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.